to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello again. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast, sponsored by Euro Fantasy League for the very best in online fantasy football. Make sure you check out Euro Fantasy League or go directly to their Serie A game, which is fantasycityA.com. It's also Champions League week, so make sure you check out their Fantasy Champions League game as well at fantasy-champions-league.com. So uh, going to get Andy on here in a minute. We're going to get right into it. No point in wasting time um, to discuss the dreadful Roma performance against Madrid. Um, we recorded this directly after the match, so if we reference today, you'll you'll know why. Um, we're we're not going completely nuts, um, but first, have to thank all of our um, patrons on Patreon. If you would like to support the podcast, become a patron. You can go to the support page on RomaPress.us. Uh, you can sign up, become a patron, get early access to the podcast, get extra episodes of the podcast. And you will also be helping us um, continue our efforts with the website and the podcast. And again, this is not possible without you guys. So thank you to those of you who are patrons. Your your support means everything, and it, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, so let's get Andy on now. Let's let's get right into it. Real Madrid two, Roma zero. Um, Andy, I could start in a million places. Uh, this was a horrific performance, arguably worse than the one against Udinese. Absolute nightmare. What do you nightmare. think? I, I'm going to quote the great Stephen A. Smith by saying, I'm so disgusted. Because really, <laughs> I, it's uh, this was, again, quoting Stephen A. Smith, this was blasphemous. Uh, this, was, this was the Roma... Of the season, this was the whole season of Roma within one game. Mm. Yeah, we like I said, we 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 could start in a million places, um, but just because I've been getting in a debate on my timeline on Twitter uh, for the last half hour, it seems um, people are putting this more on the players versus Di Francesco, which wh- whatever if you want, I think that that's fine. Um, but for me, this match added. To the likes of Spal, Milan, Udinese, uh, Atalanta, Chievo, Bologna, uh, the first match against Real Madrid, all of it combined into one. It just spells doom for Di Francesco, and for me, the, this has to be it. This, ha- it, it, it's and, over. And yet, it's not over. It's it's not going to be over. I no, it won't be. It it's, won't. This is not. Yeah, this is not the last time we see him on the bench. And I absolutely agree with you because. Um, to, to play like we played for the first, what, 45, 50 minutes, and then and to just completely crumble under, under, under pressure and come out of that break uh, without any sort of extra push. It's, uh, again, it's, it's the, 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 this season within that one game. It shows Roma, a Roma that is way, uh, uh, way too insecure, uh, lacking confidence, lacking determination when it matters, like Under's golden chance of the season oh. in front of goal. Oh. Yeah. 
it's it's all there. It, it, the, all of the ingredients of this season are in this game. Awful, 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 awful. And I'm, I, I, I have to tell you, I'm shocked by the number of people who are defending Di Francesco after tonight. It's like they've been in a coma for the last two months. <laughs> I mean, this match is added to the long file of horrific performances. And I, I have to say, the thing that bothers me most, it, it's not even its not even necessarily the play, which, by the way, has been shit. Um, I mean, last season, Roma could, I've said it before, they could shithouse their way to a 1-0 victory through good, tough, organized defending. That is gone. The thing that bothers me most, and I think is just a massive indictment, is have you seen how Roma come out after halftime these last yeah yeah yeah, yeah. This last exactly. month yeah it's yeah come what they come an they come, on the manager they they come out of halftime like they come out of international break exactly oh. the same way it's 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 absolute it's like two different teams it's like they go into their locker rooms and I don't know they go for a nap uh, get a massage I don't know but it's like. They're they're done. They once you know they're headed for the locker room, it's done. It's not like you're gonna see a, a different, maybe a more aggressive team. No, you're gonna get the opposite. And I, I have to say, I mean, Roma did well in the first half. Obviously, they should have been up one, at least one to zero going into halftime. But my God, that second half, the first twenty minutes. Um, Madrid could have had four goals if it wasn't for Olsen. Yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> no, it a, it, 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 we said this in the last match. It was a training session. They yeah. were stroll. Um, they, they, they were strolling into Roma's area, strolling. But the, but it, this is why it was even worse for me to compare to the game at Madrid because here you had the game in hand. You really. You really were giving them a tough time. Uh, you 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 were the one who was uh, dominating the chances. Um, it was just uh, nice to see Roma push forward, advance. You know, no matter the injuries, no matter the the missing players, whatever, they had they were showing character, and then it just disappeared. And again, you see this team that is unable to come back. From when they are down, I don't know, a goal or two. Uh, it just they just flat out gave up. Under was nowhere to be found after that miss, and partly I can understand him because, really, that was I, I don't know how he missed that, but you can see that it it, it just it, it just influenced uh, the course of the game for him. And yeah, I mean, and the, okay, and then something that really pissed me off it was. Okay, I I know a lot of people are divided by the by the words of Kolarov um, in the press conference. Um, the word I I partly agree with him, but the words I did not agree with him were when he said that you know it's tough having all these young players because you never know what you're gonna get out of them. But right now, Fazio, a, a, a veteran experienced player is basically giving out goals every oh. every two games whenever oh. he plays he you you know you're risking a, a goal 
And it's just the stupidest occasions. Instead of securing the back line, instead of instilling some confidence into this young team, the veterans, Fazio, Florenzi, today were absolutely shit. Um, Fazio is finished. Um, that that mistake was embarrassing. He's been arguably the worst player along with Colorado this season. Absolutely embarrassing. Um, He's got to go. He can no longer start. I don't care if it's Juan Jesus starting against Inter at the weekend. I just can't see Fazio anymore. Um, This wasn't about individuals today, but let's just go by individuals. Olsen, good. Zaniolo, good. The only two for me who showed anything today. Yeah, Those uh, two and that's it. I I agree. I I thought I thought Cristante, despite you know facing tough opposition, wasn't wasn't so bad. I think he did his uh, his homework. Uh, uh, yeah. Aside from that, Cliver was bad. Um, I really liked Zaniolo. I really liked him, and you can see uh, he he's just he's just grateful to be out there. You know he. Um, he knows this is not given. Uh, he, this is hard, hardly earned, and uh, he he did it. Uh, he played, I thought, a, a really good match. Um, and yeah, and and then again, Under, you know what what's happened to him? Um, it's so it's so frustrating to watch this young player who had a great season last season um, in the second half, and 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 then he comes on and he starts playing like. Like every other Roma players who who feels entitled to to the starting role, it's like he does the opposite of Zaniolo. He takes the starting spot for granted, and um, it's not good because you can see he's not developing right now. I don't I don't know how you could get sixty million from for, for him. No. Um, terrible match. I would for take him. that right now. <laughs> exactly. January, absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Of course, yeah. Um, God, I I don't even know where to start. Um, as as you and I are talking, I um trying to get a hold of Palotta just to see if maybe he'll come out with a comment. And I can just read it out on the podcast, which is always fun. Um, I, what, I, I don't do you, what do you think? I mean, I honestly, I I think. Uh, because Di Francesco is gonna be fired some sometime. It's, um. It's coming, but but I think he's gonna be the one to pull the trigger, not Monchi. Oh, I agree, and I think if it is Palotta, then I think Monchi would seriously consider walking away. Mm-hmm. Um, Monchi is very very tied to 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 Di Francesco, and I could see if Palotta sacks him, I would not be shocked even in the slightest if Monchi decided to to quit himself. Um, I just I, I I don't know what to make of this. I, I really don't. Part of me thinks that okay, this this final Champions League match doesn't matter. Um, but Roma can't finish first in the group. Mm. You obviously have a very difficult matchup coming um, at the Olimpico against uh, Inter. Then you have a difficult match against Cagliari, and then you play a match against Pilsen, which does not matter in any way. And then uh, you come home to face Genoa. Then you go away to Juve. Um, then home to Sassuolo. And then you sort of have the break there. Um, uh, part of me thinks, given that you have that 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 Champions League match that essentially means nothing, why not just get it over with now? Rip the Band-Aid off. Let, let, let the bleeding begin. This is... 
I, 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 you know, the the funny thing is, and I said this in the last one, as 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 shitty as this season has been, as poor as Di Francesco has been, as terrible as the players have been, as poor as Munchie's um, uh, transfer market now appears to be, fourth place is still right there. I, I mean, it's right there. To a certain so, extent, John, because if you look at Milan's uh, schedule, it's 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 a it's a walk in the park for yes, them compared it's, it's to far ours. Easier. I, I completely agree. Oh, I I really, it's it's hard to read. I I was convinced, you know, that this game wasn't gonna uh, result in anything because this is it. I mean, especially considering uh, we were. Uh, we already passed, you know, we already entered the next phase of the Champions League. So this one, this match was probably, according to Palota's uh, terms, uh, meaningless. But uh, against Inter, against this Inter, this well-oiled machine, I don't see this Roma team, come, you know, mm. getting any points. Uh, and, um, and again, dropping points in Serie A, you you have to. It's I, I I don't know I don't know what miracle Di Francesco is gonna pull to save his place, um, because there is always that chance with him. But but right now it's the perfect occasion to to just shake things up, uh, shake things up. I know people are skeptical about a lot of names. I am too. But right now the important things is to is to change something because it's it's pretty evident that we are not going any place and. Um, and nothing, nothing small is gonna change that. We we need a serious change that, to shake things up. A serious change, indeed. I I don't know where you would turn. Obviously, I mentioned it because he was in the stands today. <laughs> um, let's let, let's talk about it, Antonio Conte. Um, I said it was impossible. Um, I know Palota likes him. Good friend Sandra Austini was on the podcast two weeks ago and said the same thing that Palota <laughs> likes him a lot. I have been quoted, and you have been quoted as saying it's impossible because of the financial situation. Um, one of the reasons Eusebio Di Francesco was even appointed at Roma was because his wages, when he was appointed, were yeah. 1.5 million euros net. Antonio Conte earned 9 million euros at Chelsea. I'm terrible at math. I have ADHD. <laughs> I'm bad at it. Just those numbers are not close. Yeah. Um, he would not earn 9 million euros at Roma. Um, but, you know, part of me just says, you know what, Palota, this is a difficult pill to swallow. Um, just do it because the, the point people keep bringing up to me, and they're absolutely right. Who else is out there? Um, the only name I, I, I see is even remotely feasible is Jardim, and I, I don't know how that would happen. Well, but the Jardim has the problem that he uh, his agent is Mendes. So exactly. Munch doesn't deal with uh, that guy. <laughs> and so, I, I, I sincerely think that a Premier League club will snatch him up. Yeah. Although I, I, although I think that he, he would be, among all the names available, Jardim is the, is the best one. Considering the Roma's current situation with the youngsters and and you know the aspirations of the club, I think he would be the one to get the job done and maybe uh, you know go forward with him. But yeah, I 
I, I, I could, I would sell my my two kidneys for Antonio Conte at, uh, at Roma, but it's it's not happening. And <laughs> but yeah, it would definitely, you know, it's it's not even because a lot of people are taking it very personally. This whole thing with Di Francesco, I like him, and I thought, you know, last season, um, the last season, one of the reasons as to why suddenly Roma started playing well in the Champions League is certainly uh, also uh, the work of Eusebio Di Francesco. Um, you, uh, last season, when I remember when there was that Chelsea game and we went down two goals and Roma fought back, that, mm. was, that was the spirit of, 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 that, of that Di Francesco team that we've been looking for since. And it was great to see. But... It's it's pretty evident that he doesn't have a voice in the locker room. He doesn't have uh, clear ideas about how to utilize this squad, and it's it's just you have to change the air. The air is getting stale, and you just have to open the window and let some fresh air in. And changing the manager would certainly do that. Yeah, and and I, I maybe this is coming off the wrong way, but uh, you know. Today, tonight against Madrid is not why I want Di Francesco sacked. As you mentioned, um, this is just sort of the 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 cherry on top of uh, on top of the dessert. Um, again, you you I, I tweeted this out, but you know you don't qualify. You know you you qualify for the Champions League. You can lose to Juve. You can lose to Napoli. You can lose to Inter. But what you cannot do is drop points to Spal, Kievo, Bologna, Atalanta, Udinese. That, that's why I think he has to be sacked. And, you know, I, I don't know who you bring in, in here. I, I truly do not know. Um, I just know you can't keep going on like this. Yeah, sure. And uh, as we speak right now, Zaniolo just released some, uh, some words where he says that the problem is mental, not physical. And that after the goal, we uh, we just couldn't get back into it. So again, that's that's some. It's 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 again. It's it's just not a a, a manager who has uh, who has control of the situation will still spur you on, no matter what the circumstances are. Whether you are down two goals, whether you are down six, you will still play. With, with heart and passion for him. And, and and Roma didn't do that. The players look really flat and miserable. Um, the veterans, once again, are not performing. Ooh, terrible. Uh, they, terrible. It's, and you have, this, you have this team that is badly constructed and is badly being utilized. So, you know, just get it over with. Yeah. Um... I, I, I can't get over. I, I I'm watching um, uh, sport media set right now, and they're they're showing replays. Um, uh, <laughs> they just showed the replay of Fazio. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> just uh, yeah, that that was a poor kick by Olsen, but um, Jesus. Um, and they are I, supposed to, you know, the, the, it's it, yeah. it, it's uh, it's just you you count on these guys you really and it's not that we were missing Jack or we were missing this it's just 
it's been this season long. It's just we have these players that we cannot rely on. And um, last season, during the the uh, the the second half, or where we basically didn't play football for two months, it was the same thing with Strotman with Nine Golan again. Players that veterans, experienced one that just couldn't get this team to play football, to get results. And right now it's the same thing. It's just that we have more young players now. So it's it's a mix of old players uh, like Kolarov and, and Fazio, who are very old, and, and Dzeko, and then extremely young players. Today our our uh, attack was basically the, the mean age, I think, was like 20. So it's it doesn't match. And, and, and you have this, this coach that... Uh, doesn't know who who he prefers, who can he can rely on. It's it's very bizarre this whole team, how it's constructed and how it's 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 being deployed on the field. Yeah, and everyone get get ready for uh, this match against Inter because uh, um, as I as we're speaking right now, Di Francesco is at the uh, he's speaking to the media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he oh, says. God. Uh, 100% we will be without Jekyll Esharawi, Darossi, Pellegrini on Sunday against Inter. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. Um, well, that means, that means more Zaniolo, so I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. So we'll see uh, almost undoubtedly the same attack. We'll see Schick, we'll see Under, we'll see Zaniolo, we will see uh, Clivert, and then we will probably see... Yeah, Enzonzi, Cristante, Florenzi, Manolas. Did you? Um, what, what was your reaction to the whistles for Enzonzi? That really pissed me off. Oh, it, that it, was uh, unnecessary. Been, uh, unnecessary. There's been, um, there's been, uh, you know, if you go through the roster, um, the entire roster of Roma, um, Enzonzi is not even in the fifteen to twenty of the the problems this season. He's been. I think he's been quite good, um, but yes, the the whistles for him were completely ridiculous. I thought for sure after the match they were going to call them, even though they don't do it anymore. Um, they were going to call them under the Cordova. Um That always goes well. Uh, it's fun to see. So uh, let's just wrap this up because it's depressing. Yeah, I, it's depressing and. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too overly negative, but what are you expecting? We'll we'll talk again, obviously. Um, yeah, maybe a day or two before against Inter. But I guess just to get your your the reaction from your gut after having seen this, what are you expecting against Inter? Because there's no way this Roma right can get anything. No, uh, yeah, that's my I I don't see us getting points against Inter, and I don't certainly don't see us getting points uh, away at Cagliari, which is always a problem, even if you're full strength, full squad, it's always a problem. So I I just don't see how Di Francesco is, is getting out of this mess. Um, you know, more power to him if he manages to do so, because he he seems like, you know, his luck is always on his side whenever the, the seat turns hot. But right now it's, um, yeah, um, no points, no points whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not expecting any points either. Um, so let, let's leave it here. You and I will we'll be back um, because who knows? I mean, over the next 48 hours, maybe Palotta surprises us in, in Saxe di Francesco. But 
I, I have a feeling not because the last time we were in this position with with Garcia Palota was was meeting in Miami while Garcia <laughs> was still the manager. So we knew already um, that he had a replacement. Now um, I can tell you he's he hasn't met with anybody. Um, Zeca is in Rome. I, I don't know if that helps, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that maybe that'll make things go quicker this time. But oh um, all right, everyone, it's depressing, but uh, we, we we do it together. Um, so Andy, um, yikes! Hopefully yeah. better on Sunday. That was horrible. All right, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you soon. Ciao.